Bang bang! Happy Halloween, all uh, all you guys who've stuck around and listened to all these. Sp- we still don't have a name, no. Stank. These uh, spooky Halloween episodes that we've been doing. Uh, the inception for these from Jump Street was basically like I wanted to talk about Idle Hands, this movie specifically, this yeah. specific <laughs> movie, and like when we did it, or like when talking about doing it, um, our guest today was like, oh. I have to do it with you, which was just kind of, it was just kind of one of those things that was a given, like, oh, of course you're gonna be the one who does it with us. Um, he's been on several times before. He's a sponsor of the show. You, I know him as the sexy vampire of one hour teas. Um, that's actually how he, how I've described him to people, and they go, oh, okay, I know Vinny, and we love doing it with him. So yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, this is my first time in the studio with everything set up, and I have to say it's uh, it's shaping up. Yeah, it's is it your first time up here? No, I've been here once before. You had this set up, and I think you had everything fully decked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it looks really sweet. Thank you. I mean, it's like yours. Like yours has more of like a. It always reminds me of that movie Drive. Like because yeah. of the lighting, like it very much reminds me of like drive, but you it know, smells like half baked, but it smells like half baked. Yeah. So I, I told the story <laughs> of, uh, earlier. So whenever I have, uh, female companions come through, uh, we always have to pass through the hallway and it's always the same thing. And whenever it's their first time, first off, it's, uh, you know, this is the address. It's the warehouse yeah. all the way down, like go past the dead end sign because there's, I've had the occasion where they're like oh i saw dead inside and turned around i'm like yeah do you know what i like to do uh because i like to always reference a horror movie i always say it's the last building on the left yeah oh fuck i just started doing that well i'm always like just i'm like find the giant uh painting of there's a little black car parked next to andre the giant yeah. um yeah j- yeah and then you'll be able to tell that's me it's all the time and then i i don't use the actual door i'm just so used to using the garage door so and again, all the same, all the time. Yep. Open up the garage door and they walk in and they're like, "Whoa, you weren't wrestling ring?" They're yeah, they're like, "You weren't kidding about the wrestling ring?" And I'm like, "Yes, my downstairs neighbors are wrestling yep. school." And then like you know, we walk through. I'm like, "Oh," and then they see like usually see them three toys. I'm like, "Yeah, these are all the toys and stuff." And then you cross the other door and they're like, "Whoa," like I'm like, "Yep, that's <laughs> Vinny's office." Uh, and then, like. I don't know if the lights are always on or there's just always like sometimes I forget the rope lights. Okay. So there'll be like this like eerie glow and they're like, Oh, is is someone in there? I'm like, no, he probably just got high and forgot to turn the lights (laughs) off. It looks like John Wick's going to kill someone in that room. Very much. Yeah. It looks like I'm flattered. You guys I'm turning red, (laughs) but it's also the same thing with like your car. Like whenever I get in, like whenever I smell weed, I'm just like, Oh, it smells like Vinny's car in here. Yeah. You know, I don't even smoke. I just smoke in my, my car now. No, I smoke in my office and then I walk to my car. I I had someone smoke. I had someone smoke in my car for the first time. What? Oh, uh, I said it follows. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you see, this is just little Easter eggs. Spooky. So this is coming out on Halloween, which is like weird. It's not Halloween yet. It's a day before Halloween yeah. for us, um, and it's like I don't know. Does it feel like Halloween for you guys? No. In the sense that it's flying by, yeah. Um, but it's. No, I mean, I usually go to a couple haunted houses. I usually go to yeah. pumpkin patches, but, I mean, with everything going on, it just... There's no it, festivity. Yeah, it just kind of dampers a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if everybody's heard or if you guys keep up to date with it, but, like, 
Days COVID? of the Dead. Had, there's, there's a virus out there. Yeah, yeah. No, well, no, it ended. Did you see Donald Trump? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did defeat yeah, it. Yeah, so it's, thank it's you, President done. Trump. Uh, it, it was just... We did it, guys. He hit the undo button. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they were going to do a show in Chicago next month, and I had a table for it. I wasn't sure if I was even going to do it because of everything going on. And um, they just announced because of the new restrictions that they're canceling Days of the Dead, Days of the Dead too, um, and moving it to April of next year. So, oh, I mean, we were in a similar boat as far as we were supposed to go on the Jericho on this third Jericho cruise. Yeah. yeah, I know. And they've had to postpone it. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, and like, by in no way, shape, or form do we have like any um, like inside information, but. I don't think it's happening when they say it's going to happen. I mean, it might not. I mean, there might not be cruising as a profession yes. like around by the time we're past all these. Like, you know, let's hope we're wrong because yeah. God knows we, we, we've been on. We've had so much fun on these cruises. Yeah, it's always been like what we it's it's almost become like Christmas at the shop for, mm-hmm. for the people who are involved because it's like even when you're 365 days away, there's always one of us who are like, do you see we're, we're yeah. 200 days away. 80 days away. Well, and like half know? the fun too for us, or at least I, I know definitely me and Vinny was like trolling <laughs> the Chris Jericho cruise group. Oh yeah. It's yeah, a- yeah. And I don't have, the, I don't have it in me to do it. Cause it's like, I can't, I can't troll them for two years <laughs> until we get out of a boat again. Yeah. One of the best things that Dave has done since I've known him is there's, and for those of you guys unaware, there's like a Facebook page for the Chris Jericho, for whoever's going on the cruise, or yeah. the Chris Jericho, Jericho cruise. cruisers or whatever it's called. And, what uh, young Dave here will do is he'll go in the group and he'll ask, is Chris Jericho going on this cruise? And some people will get it. Most of them they don't. No. Several people get like... Really angry. Really angry with him. And he's... It's just... It's always the best because, again, <laughs> there will always be like the one person who isn't smartened up that you do it. Like there's some people who are just like, haha, like, hey, Dave, you know, can't wait to see you on the cruise. Just things of that nature. But even think, think about it. Like, even if you're not that person and you're like, huh, it's Dave. Like, if you had no idea who this person was, how easy would it be to just click on his profile and see he's the head designer at Pro Wrestling <laughs> well, Tees and, that's the thing. and People put like, two and two together? Like, inevitably, every time I, I'll do it, I'll space it out like a month and a half every time I do it. And then uh, they'll be like, yeah, right. You're telling me that the graphic designer for Pro Wrestling Tees doesn't know if Chris Jericho is going to be on the boat. And then, like, some people are like, yeah. His fucking name's on the boat, stupid. And I'm like, well, how many times have you gone to KFC and seen Colonel Sanders? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Are you an idiot? But See, like, I don't even have it in my heart to do it now. Yeah, that I, that I, what you just spoke about right now very much reminds me of, uh, for those of you who listen to the show every week, um, I'm deep into Impractical Jokers, <laughs> and uh, which uh, kind of ties around because on the first <laughs> on the first Jericho cruise Vinny was going around doing the, the little bits from Practical Jokers the, the nose bit yeah I was putting my nose on people um, without them noticing and uh, <laughs> I was drunk too so it just made it even better and well, we were watching well, the wrestling show well, wait, wait, like, before you get into the other thing I like Vin, that Vinny does like almost every phone call that comes into one hour tease or pro wrestling tease and he answers. He'll end it with "I love you," <laughs> which I've I've started to do now. Like I, it's my so, favorite thing. So that that actually goes back to a, a story I was talking about about weed being smoked in my car. Well, we'll go back to that. I promise you guys, we'll talk idle hands. It's just let's just do a little bit of this. Up we front. all know why you guys are here. Yeah. So, <laughs> like this last episode that I saw of Impractical Jokers, the one of the guys, Joe, 
he got punished. They have the punishments on the show. So he had to go and try to get, uh, as his punishment, someone to put lotion on him at the park, like suntan lotion. He was in these, like, short shorts. And so he's sitting down in this, like, Indian man in his, like, early 30s, late 20s comes up to him. And he's like, oh, hi, Joe. He's like, I'm a big fan of the show. And they're like, oh, fuck. Because they at, at this point, I'm at season eight. So they get recognized more right not all the time but they they start some people do start to get recognized and instead of what they normally do is just like well all right cut the bit there and you know like hey we're filming it like fuck off they're like no 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 see if you can convince him because the guy's like oh he's like are, are you on the show right now and joe slyly takes out his earpiece he's like no 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 he's like let me see your ear let me see your ear he's like look nothing there he's like oh, okay so you're just hanging out in the park He's like, yeah, my wife and kids went over there for for a bit. He's like, oh, nice, and just sits down with them, and talks with him like at the park, and uh, like through convinces him to put first off take his shirt off with him. He's like, come on, take your shirt off too. We'll take a photo, and then under the guise of like, oh, I'll give you some information about the show, it, the guy's putting fucking lotion on him like in his inner thighs, all over his chest, and all this stuff, and it's very much one of those things where it's like you ran into one of the impractical jokers out in public like almost naked putting suntan lotion on himself and you think you're not on the show and you think you're not on the show like guarantee you're on the show like at that point yeah factor in that you are on the show and it's very much the same where like people see that you know they don't bother to look to see that you work with pro wrestling tees and if they did just go out of their way to click on your profile instantly they'd they'd be in on the joke but no it is it is shocking how many people like you bait them yeah it's uh that it's that or if there's like two months like left in the cruise i'll put like their graphic like they'll post a graphic like 42 days and then i'll put like two days till the cruise i'm excited to see you guys in miami and like people oh what? no that was one of my favorite ones is right when we got back from the cruise you posted one that was like 12 days away can't wait to see all you guys and they were like some people were just like, "What the fuck's this guy's deal? What's wrong with you?" Uh, so a thing that happened on the on the first cruise, like as we mentioned, was um, uh, there was rest, some recreational activities. You know, there was uh, volleyball, basketball, a little bit of swimming. Uh, but Vinny, Vinny, Ving, Vinny uh, was doing a lot of other recreational activities, sure. which uh, I mentioned. There was some recreational activities being done in my car. Uh, I, I mentioned part of the story to you. I won't go into details about uh, the Julio story that I told you earlier. <laughs> we used to call it riddling, but I, th- I don't think we could use that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's not... I was riddling in the car. Uh, no. He was Matt riddling I, in the I don't car. even know if I want to use RVD anymore. Um, I, 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 I'll... Before the end We're hanging the show, out in Vinny's office. Yeah, let's call it that. Out, yeah. yeah. It's hanging out in Vinny's office. Yeah. So uh, I was driving... <laughs> Well, was at the office there with Halloween go. too. Yeah, so uh, I went to go check out like uh, what looked like a haunted like. It's, I was hanging out with a girl, yeah, and we went to go look at like some spooky stuff. And then at one point, we were driving to go get Taco Bell, and she was like, "Do you mind if I smoke in your car?" And normally, I, it's a big no no. Like right. I don't think I've let you smoke in my car. No. Right. But I don't think you've ever asked. But normally, I'd be like, "No," or at least like open a window. But I am the feminine wiles. Listen, I am in love. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, go ahead, smoke in the car. She's like, could I do it with? Could I smoke with both my lips? She's like, you know what, just do whatever <laughs> you want. But I was like, it, it was. She pulls what, out a bag of crystals and she's like, no, no. <laughs> it was one of those things where immediately, like, the, like in my head, I was like, oh no, she's gonna smoke in the car, 
and it's gonna smell like Vinny's car, and I'm gonna get pulled over, <laughs> yep. and I'm gonna get arrested. Like not knowing that, like it's not like you you take one hit and then your car just reeks of like weed. You <laughs> right. know, like that's just. But I don't. That's do years drugs. of therapeutic of therapeutic use. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like it's doomed forever once you once you take that one smoke. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's just my weed story i don't have many dave you famously told yours and things thanksgiving yeah which there listen there won't be a thanksgiving not this year no but there will be a thanksgiving episode we're working on putting something together maybe like a mini one yeah something like that but uh we should probably get into talking about idle hands a little bit i mean we we could talk like kind of just halloween in general like today is halloween um on this day, as of this recording, the only thing I've got planned is hanging out with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes at the movie's pop-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be there at 9, so I bought a ticket to go there at 9. I might also go to a Halloween costume thing at Nick's house. Very exciting on my end. Very much different than from when I was a kid and would go egging and stuff like that. What about you guys? What are your Halloween plans? Um, I'm going to go eat ass at the pumpkin patch. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't really know what the fuck I'm gonna do. To be honest with you, I it's it's been one of those years when you ask if Halloween is weird. I think in that sense that it's two days away and I really don't have anything. Like I'll probably go see my uncle and my aunt who got married on Halloween and hang out with the family. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, but besides that, like there's no parties. I have a really sweet inflatable costume. Tomorrow I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a two costume. Jot. Two costume. Yeah, two people. Yeah, I'm gonna. Just, Got one with Birdo because we're a couple. Yeah, and another one's a pretty cool Nickelodeon throwback. I've actually had. Uh, I'm not gonna say how many. I don't want to out myself. I've had some uh, female friends like, "Oh, we should do matching costumes," and I'm like, "Sorry." Yeah, I don't for, play that. Uh, Juan also Juan from the shop. <laughs> his he really wants. He wanted us to be in matching costumes, and I was like, "Sorry, bud." Uh, Vinny has seniority over you. Uh, what about you, Dave? What do you What are your plans right now for Halloween? So like. Halloween's one of my favorite uh, like holidays, but like, listen, I'm getting older. I'm getting fatter by the day. It's really hard to find like really great costumes, you know, without being like a grape or something. <laughs> so like, I think you would make a wonderful grape. I think so too, you know. But uh, no, so like um, the last couple of years at Pro Wrestling Tees, I'm like, oh, what what am I gonna be? You know, there's not that many great options for wrestling themes like i was shockmaster last year which was fun making the the helmet but like i'm not gonna be bastion booger i'm not gonna be maybe i could do yokozuna in a kimono that'd be kind of cool but so this year i'm off the hook because i'm not going in on friday mm. um, next year we you remember, i think we talked about doing icp yeah <laughs> I still, which one will i be <laughs> i still i still want to do it yeah well and at the time when we were talking about it, this was before corona really hit yeah and i was like i cannot get on a train with juggalo face paint you know i think at even at one point we probably jokingly mentioned doing it at the next cruise for no reason yeah (laughs) like just wearing the icp makeup i mean there's an icp tyler with wrestling no but but they always have like a wrestling theme night where you dress as a wrestler technically yeah they were in wcw yeah and they had their own promotion yeah but uh so yeah and then like uh, like my best friend always goes out with a bunch of you know our other friends, but they go to like the club, and I'm like I don't dance, I don't drink, and I'm not trying to pick up women, so like why would I go to the club? So I always yeah. kind of beg off. 
But this year he's like, hey, I'm having a party. There's not going to be a lot of people coming. Let's just have some dinner. And I'm like, all right. So I'm going to be doing that. Um, this is going to be like the first year my daughter doesn't want to trick-or-treat. I think she's seeing uh, how far she could play it cool this year. So she's like, I'll, I'll hand out candy if people come. So, I mean, there's that. And then uh, maybe watch some spooky movies. Do you guys usually get a lot of trick-or-treaters? I mean, because you, you own a home in the suburbs. Yeah, but we're we're on a dead end street, and it's kind of a more established neighborhood. This year, I've been, or yeah, maybe the last year and a half, I've been seeing a lot more kids skateboarding and stuff. So maybe, but normally we don't get a lot. But like Annie likes to sit out in the driveway with like a little fire pit, and you know, Hannah, she loves Halloween like yeah. way more than I do. So Is she dressing up? Yeah, she's gonna be uh, like a gender bended uh, Beetlejuice. So oh hell cool. yeah! I mean, she could have just been Beetlejuice. Yeah, but she wanted to be like a girl Beetlejuice specifically. So um, my stepson's girlfriend, you know, works at like a beauty salon. So she's like, oh, I'll do your makeup and we'll get your hair all green and stuff. So that's cool. She's pretty excited. We're, we're looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, this is kind of like a rare Halloween where, you know, do you send your kids out and go door to door to people you don't know? It was very weird last year. And like for those of you who don't live in Chicago, uh, it was snowing. Yeah. It was a snowy, like, I remember my sister posting pictures of my nephews, and I was like, oh, these kids are, like... And winter jackets. Yeah, they're wearing winter yeah. jackets over their fucking costumes, which is just weird. But, I mean, like, I don't like, it's, I, I feel like we get, like, the short end of Halloween growing up in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Dude, no, guaranteed, because my friend posted an Instagram story that same day when it, when it was starting to come down with snow, and she's in Florida, and her son's jumping in a pool, and it looks like perfect weather i'm just like i fucking hate you yeah because i i don't have that many recollections of halloweens with like decent weather where you have just like a hoodie or something yeah like i remember for most parts like costumes it'd be like oh bring us bring a light sweater or something one year one year i was like smart and i got a costume that was like big so that i could fit a sweater which i'm even our costumes for today we're blunt man and chronic. We don't have to be vague about it. It's yeah, Halloween. Yeah. But for like that one, so there was only medium and XL left. And so I got XL because I was like, well, I'd rather be a little Later. loose. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then it'd be tight and it is a little loose. And I think I'm going to wind up just layering specifically just when we go to the pop-up. Yeah. I'm fucked. <laughs> I mean, I, I got a medium and I mean, I can't really bulk up because mine is like a skin tight, like, yeah, but the, the ladies Not be able to see your ma- yeah they'll see, be able to see your massive hog, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make sure I have a wedgie at all times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I didn't remember it being cold. I remember it raining a couple times, but I remember yeah. like maybe like a windbreaker or something. Mm-hmm. But like, and then trick or treating till like nine thirty, and just being that annoying kid, and then having all the parents be like, "This is the rest of our candy. Just take it." And we just have like pillowcases full of well, candy. so like even. Even with this movie that we're going to talk about today, like it's set in California, mm-hmm. and a lot of Halloween movies that I've seen have always it's always been like that, like California kind of, not really Midwest. Some Midwest, like Stranger Things was. Yeah, there's well, more. There's, there's well, Halloween, actual Halloween. Yeah, that's Illinois. Exactly. I mean, technically, Child's Play was too. Yeah. You know, it was all filmed. In, but, like, they always, but they never made it seem like the climate had, you know? Like right. It was never. Like it, like, it could snow tomorrow yeah. or something. Like, it but always just felt. It's starting to catch one because Eli Roth just did a movie, well, not not a couple years ago, called Haunt. Mm-hmm. And that was done. That was uh, 
taking place in, I think, either Carbondale or Carpentersville, mm-hmm. Illinois. Well, like, I recently saw Hubie Halloween. I don't know if you've seen Hubie Halloween. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't finished it. It's good. Um, but that's in, it's in Salem, Massachusetts, which is up, you know, and so it should be regionally cold around that time, but everyone was just, everyone was just chill, yeah. just hanging out. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very, definitely very much like. I'd like to have a warm Halloween. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah I'd I, actually put a little more effort into my Halloween costume knowing I wouldn't have to fucking yeah, that's wear the two thing. coats. You could do that. Like I've, I like, I've been to Halloween parties and shit before, where I see some people in outfits, and I'm like, it is way too cold to be wearing that. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell one Halloween story, then we'll get into, then to talking about idle hands. There was one Halloween. Do you, you might remember because it was around this area before they built over here by like Fullerton and Damon, uh, that like extension of elston there used to be whirly ball over there and then like a halloween costume mm-hmm. stored like next to it i remember it was like very last minute this was like right out of high school my like me and my girlfriend at the time like one of her friends invited her to some halloween party and at first we're like no nah, we're not gonna go and then because we we're gonna take like her siblings and little cousins but then like last minute she's like do you want to just go like fuck it we'll just go do that and i was like yeah that's fine like what it's like the day before Halloween. What fucking costumes are we going to find that aren't just like bullshit nurse, you know, like yeah. real shitty costumes like that. But she, and then she's like, Oh, okay. She's going, she's like, Oh, look at like, we'll be sailors. I'm like, I don't care. I'm wearing this one. night. don't care. So she finds hers. Nothing in my size. It was like small or fucking triple X. And I'm like, fantastic. That's, and so we're just like looking around for different costumes. And I'm like, you know what? There's a, they have nurses' outfits. I was like, let's fucking buy that. Buy a red wig. I'll be the Joker as the nurse. Because it's super easy to put that together. You know, like, be creative with what you have. And we're like, okay, so let's do that. And I remember, like, buying the leggings and everything. So fucking cold. Like, just, like, it wasn't even that cold outside. But I was just, I guess I'm not used to just... Walking around like that? Yeah, walking around like that. But, again, and I'm in these, like thin leggings but the whole time i'm just like i don't know how like i see girls over there in smaller skimpier like, costumes hey, you're dedicated to being a thought <laughs> dedication man that's what it is um but like so like in this movie you see jessica alba in her costume which is <laughs> it, it, honest, it's more lingerie than it is costume yeah it's like a victoria's secret model for sure but hey it's late 90s early 2000s so that's what it is it was a different time oh my different time but yeah let's let's get into talking a little bit about uh this week's uh, movie, Idle Hands. What are... R- really quick. Uh, you were talking about costumes and stores. So I worked at Fantasy Costumes for almost three years and had some of the weirdest shit ever happen to me. But my favorite thing was pitching the most off the walk. Like, because people would always come in and be like, hey, I want to be something, but I don't want to, like, just be... I don't know. Like, I don't want to be another Iron Man or I don't want to be another fucking Superman. So I'd be like, okay, why don't you be sexual predator? They're like, what the fuck's that? I was like, well, we got the predator costume over there, and they got this giant like um, plush penis mm-hmm. that you could wear on your waist. And and they'd be like, Ugh. I was like, what about the sperminator? I was like, you could you could be the giant sperm, and then we got like a leather jacket you could wear over it with and, some sunglasses. Um, come dude. come with me. If you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I think Buffalo Bill Clinton. 
Was it because <laughs> he had a Bill Clinton mask? Uh-huh. Like, I'd, oh. fuck, I'd fuck me. <laughs> Uh, my favorite was the dude who was trying to be a. Uh, he was going to be. I'm not super familiar with the Iron Man movies, but like, what was Don Cheadle's uh, character? Uh, War, War Machine. Machine. Okay, so he was trying to be that character, and he was trying it on, but he didn't like it. And I was like, well, because <laughs> he did kind of resemble Don Cheadle, and he was mm-hmm. like, my girl says I should be, you know, War Machine, and uh, he's like, I, you know, I don't know. He wasn't. He didn't seem sold on it. So I was like, why don't you just be a Cheadle Juice? Dude, and he was just like, "What the fuck?" Like he was just looking at me like, "What is up with this guy?" Um, but yeah, that was my passion. Is uh, like, Clint Eastwood, you'd be the giant vagina costume, uh-huh. just wear a fucking poncho and a cowboy hat. See, that's that's the charm about like being friends with you, though, because like I I know how you are with like puns like that. So in my head, I'm like, "Yes, of course, you are the perfect person for that." Like, if anything, your job should literally be like working because i know with fantasy costumes they're oh they used to be open 24 24 7 around last, halloween last week yeah it's open 24 7 so like you're the perfect person for that because all these people are going to just be coming in like super last minute because trust mm-hmm. me i've been i've been one of those people where i go in again with girlfriends in the past where it's just like yeah you'd want to dress up no nah, let's not dress up and then last minute they're like you can go to Pretty city. Let's just, see <laughs> Let's just see what they have. And, and, and it's fucking and Harley it, Quinn. Oh, yeah. It's always the worst too because it's like, what about this? Oh yeah, that that'd be awesome. You should wear that. No, nah, I don't like it. All right, what about this? Oh yeah, mm, no. That's why you should enjoy the fact that you don't have to deal with doing a couple's costume. That you yeah. can choose your costume by yourself with nobody fucking trying to talk you out of it. I almost do wish now though that Annie made you, Dave, like dress up like Winona Ryder. That'd be so sexy. <laughs> In the wedding dress, like the red one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you still could. There's you could, time. You could, like, do, like, the, the gel to your sideburns and curl uh, them? I saw, um, I think it was, uh, my wife was showing me this TikTok, and someone did uh, the shrunken head, like, Safari Hunter from Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, they had, like, their, the shoulders were up above the head, and they had, like, a little shrunken head, and they were just That's moving cool. around. And then, I think they could move the eyes. It was, like, the most amazing thing. That's badass. But, Gotta love what quarantine's uh, yeah. doing to some of these creative people. I could she, she could be Beetlejuice, and I could be, like, the interior decorator guy. <laughs> Ortho? Is that yeah. 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 Ortho. Ortho. <laughs> uh, I mean... Oh, man. Yeah, just find a suit. Yeah. You get a square up your hair a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, with with Idle Hands, what, what are, what's your guys' kind of history with Idle Hands? Because I talk about it all the time, where... This is a movie. It came out so Idle Hands came out in 1999. Uh like and you can very much tell like it is straight out of the 90s. It's of its time. Uh yeah, it was directed by playing. it was directed by Rodman uh Flender who the guy did a lot of stuff, a lot of like horror stuff in the 90s. He did some episodes like Tale of the Crypt, mm-hmm. just a bunch of stuff, but it, it it's very much like you know, every late 90s early 2000s movies and this is something that well, it came out in 99, so six... No, no, six-year-old Birdo. I actually I probably would have seen it because my cousin showed me all that shit. But, like, again, young Birdo would have loved that so much. Mm-hmm. But I didn't discover it till about, like, two, three years ago. And I remember coming into the shop and, like, coming up to you, and I was like, dude, have you ever seen Idle Hands? You're like, yeah. Like, I saw it, like, years ago. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then just subsequently going around to everyone else at the shop, I'm like, have you ever seen Idle? And everyone was like, Yeah. 
And I was like, well, why the fuck didn't anyone tell me that like this movie existed? So, but it was nice. Like I like discovering like gems like that. Um, So that's kind of just like my history with it. Like, what about you guys? Oh, well, I saw it when it came out. I think I saw it in the theaters. Uh, Full disclosure, I'm not the biggest fan of like ensemble things like that. So like um, that period of time was very ripe for movies like like uh, not, she's all that. Not another teen movie. Not another teen movie. Scream. Um, I know what you did last. Just a bunch of really beautiful people. And can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. And then it was very transparent that they're just going to shove as many sexy hard bodies in one movie and get all these horny teens riled up. Um, so like I, I typically didn't gravitate to that sort of, sort of movie, but a lot of them didn't have like. The comedic slant so like you you'd have something like american pie which came later but like i i did like the comedic versions because they all the time they would poke fun at themselves a yeah, little bit they yeah. weren't uh so i don't want to say serious about it because they were never really that serious but like um they weren't that earnest about it so mm-hmm. this is one of those movies that like i watched it and i i don't think i've seen it since and then i watched it maybe like two nights ago and almost didn't remember anything huh. and then like after I watched it I went to sleep and I woke up and then like I started getting like deja vu like I was thinking about the movie and I was like wait I I do kind of remember that so um pretty fun movie um again like we're a different society we're a different culture now so a lot of the stuff that happened in the movie probably wouldn't fly now yeah a lot yeah, of the language sure. mostly well language and then like you know spoiler alert guys <laughs> there's a scene where Devin Sawa grabs uh, Jessica Alba's ass in her room. A seventeen-year-old Jessica Alba, man. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, "Ooh, that's how you, that's how we're gonna get this going." And she starts, and it's like, "That will never happen, guys. Don't try it, please." Yes, <laughs> but uh, we didn't know better back then, you know. So, um, no, that's good. That's pretty great. I I didn't get to see. It. I remember the first time I watched it. Uh, my uncle was having like a sleepover during, you know, October, mm-hmm. and he'd get all my cousins and stuff to go over, and uh. We'd go to a haunted house. He'd try to scare the shit out of us. Then we'd get back to his place, and he'd pick like two or three horror movies, and would stay up, eat popcorn, and stuff. And there was something about that movie I just, I just loved. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was like, it was creepy, and the special effects are great. Even when you watch it now, mm-hmm. like Seth Green's makeup, um, Peanut's makeup, mm-hmm. like it was all really well done, and like. It was just like a fun movie, and like you said, like '90s has like a certain style. Yeah. Like, like you think of all those movies, and it's like it was it had that tone to it, but it was a little bit different in the sense that the 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 humor in it, and I also like the well when I watched it again in in high school, um, I really connected with Anton because mm-hmm. I was becoming a stoner, but I was also an asthmatic. Mm-hmm. So when he would smoke out of his inhaler, <laughs> I thought it was Genius. the fucking greatest shit ever. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I, it's like a movie that I watch pretty much just one of those movies that I have in rotation once a year, you know, that, that yeah, it's just, same, it's same with me. And I was actually very happy that for my birthday, you got me like a Blu-ray copy <laughs> of it because I have like, I'm someone that still collects DVDs. Like, I don't care. I like DVDs. Like I like going, to, I like going to like a disc replay mm-hmm. and it'll be like buy three, get the fourth one free. Or there's always some sort of gimmick, you know, buy X amount, get the other one. And most of the time I go in there like, okay, I know I'm like, oh, I want to buy, I want to buy Boogie Nights and Pulp Fiction and Titanic. 
And so they're like, all right, what'll be my fourth movie? And I always like try to find something new that I haven't seen just like, because how, like it's free. One, yeah, yeah, one, it's free. But also it's like, how many times did you guys do that? Like at video stores? I know I used to do that. Yeah, where it's take, just, take a guess. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like the cover. I mean, you can even do it now with like Netflix and stuff like that, where I'm like, this cover looks cool. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe it'll suck. But like, if it's fucking free, who cares? You know? But I was very happy that I was able to see it like, n- like high def HD now. Yeah. I also did think of you when uh, there's there's a scene where Devin Sawa gets uh, harassed by the cops, <laughs> and they're like, "What's this?" And they're like, "He's an inhaler, stupid." And I'm like, "That's no, not an inhaler." <laughs> and he was like, "Whoo!" <laughs> but uh, so we keep mentioning these names. Uh, let me read off because again, Dave, you mentioned like early or you know late 90s early 2000s movies just a ton of beautiful people just yeah. packed into it uh like a big ensemble and th- this it's not that big of a cast yeah it's not the faculty no cast. right no but it does have like a lot of notable names and again for like a small cast it's like i at least i felt like all the characters no one kind of felt shorted like everyone right. gets a good amount of screen time even like the lower tier characters but um you know, Anton, the the main protagonist of the films, played by Devin Sawa. Final, you know, Final Destination franchise, what he's most known for. For all the girls who got their panties wet for the first time, he was Casper. Yep, yeah, and he was uh, for all the guys that uh, got the wrong idea on how to uh, idolize your how celebrities. Yeah, he was uh, also Stan. Yeah, he was Stan. Yep. Uh, and for all you millennials who. Uh, Use the term stand. Uh, and have no idea where it comes from. Yeah, look up Eminem's uh, stand featuring Dido. I actually, on a side note, I had to tell that to my daughter because uh, she's really into BTS. And they call, you know, like if you're, a really, if you're a real big fan of one specific guy from BTS, they call him stands. And, you know, it's derogatory. Yeah. I'm like, do you even know where that's from? And she's like, no. And then I showed her the stand video and she's like... What? She was like, oh, yeah, I do want to murder him and tie him up <laughs> yeah. in the trunk, Daddy. Yeah, that seems <laughs> sensible. Like, this is eerily correct. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Seth Green playing one of, uh, you know, Devin Sawa's friends. Uh, he, his name is Mick. Um, then we have Peanut. You mentioned him earlier. Played by Eldon Henson. Uh, he's one of those actors you recognize him if mm-hmm. you see him. Like, he was in Daredevil. He played, uh, what's his name, Happy? Yeah. Oh, no, not, not Happy. That's uh, no, uh, Froggy. Froggy. Uh, he was also uh, Fuller in the Mighty Ducks franchise. Yeah, the Enforcer. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even put yeah. that. To, oh, yeah, like he's one of those people. As we meant, as we mentioned, uh, Jessica Alba. She plays Molly. Uh, I thought this was like one of her. This one of like her first few roles. Like she'd done like some TV mm-hmm. stuff. I looked up on her IMDb. I've in the past said I think this is her first movie role. It's not, um, but she's in it. Uh, Vivica A. Fox is in there yeah. as Debbie, yep. which. By the way, if she you want to if you want to feel old, hot. she's fifty six now. <laughs> does shit. she does not age? Yeah, like she's the Paul Rudd of women. Yeah, uh, the hand. In, oh, yeah, dude, I don't, you, that's the one thing I was gonna mention. I told that to Stank a few weeks ago that that's the most famous hand yep. in Hollywood because he was also Thing in Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Christopher Hart. Yeah, he played the hand. He played Thing. You know, the the hand in uh, the Adam's Family movies. And yeah, like I, he's just one of those people where. If, they need a hand, you know, much like with Warwick Davis, where they're like, "Oh, we need a little person." Call yeah. Warwick Davis. This guy's uh Which I will say too, like, so you again, spoiler alert, but like when his hand first gets possessed, Anton's like, he's like trying to stop it from doing stuff, 
He does such a good job of I'm doing that, like it. old vaudevillian, like oh, look at my hand. It's no, and, like the and then when it switches to the disembodied hand, it's like you know, you really can't tell that it's like two different people. So that that's pretty good. Yeah, and that that's like I remember the first time I saw it, I was just like, is he gonna go the whole? Because instantly, from having seen so many horror movies, I'm like, brother, you gotta chop that hand yeah, off. That's gotta go. Yeah, and. I remember again first time watching I'm like is he is this this just gonna be like the whole movie I'm like is like I don't know how well it's gonna go for him I don't know how much he can just like keep his hand tied or keep sewing and stuff but I mean yeah eventually when he does just chop it off it is the hand gets more of a personality I think Mm -hmm. because he gets to play around more you know like he sharpens up the nails the best part is him sticking his fingers and sharpening his bones in the pencil sharpener um the next like person of no again that would be like in the main cast is uh fred willard who passed Mm -hmm. away earlier this year Mm -hmm. he plays the dad he always in anything you see him and he's like dad i was really sad teacher principal like he always plays like that really like a like that role mm-hmm. you know again he might also be someone who if you don't recognize the name you'll see his you've face seen automatically him. you've seen him in everything uh and then i saved these last two people as far as like the main cast mm-hmm. because in reading about like trivia for the movie these two people were not aware that they were related they were like half siblings mm-hmm. until like meeting on set uh i'm talking of course about uh jack noseworthy who plays the character of randy the the guy who's, who's uh, trying since, to hit on Debbie. Yeah, well, he's he's since graduated from high school. It's been three years, and he's still hanging around high schoolers. Worst tattoos ever. <laughs> oh, worst tattoos ever. And then uh, Katie Wright, she plays Tanya, Molly's friend. Who uh, you know, she doesn't she can, have that. You're one. like a she can get it too. Yeah, she's also beautiful. Uh, and then this movie actually features a lot of like. Uh, guest roles yeah. like a lot of people that show up um tom delong tom delong yeah he's uh the drive-through employee uh at the bur at the burger jungle <laughs> apparently in the burger jungle there's also kyle gas mm. i didn't see him in it but I, he's he's in there apparently according to imdb um you of course have in the band you have the offspring mm-hmm. uh dexter holland as a really fun scene with the hand. Um, when they're in the bowling alley, you have Mindy Sterling, who I most know her from uh, the Austin Power movies, um, the Seth Green connection. Mm-hmm. She, I think she winds up being his mom in the movie. Uh, Ricky Martin, apparently, was man in car parked. That, I'd never noticed that. Yeah, never noticed that myself either, but... Um, <laughs> yeah i was like it's fun like i i also very much like that like there's there is a really fun thing about seeing again those like late 90s early 80s even even like well early 2000s but even like some of those 80 movies seeing like just a group of actors Mm -hmm. and then like oh how far has this person come along or where's this person now what are they doing now exactly Yeah. yeah like it's I don't know, it's just always just like a blast, especially for those actors who've been around forever. Like, you can watch, like, uh, movies with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's playing a child. Mm -hmm. And conversely, you can watch movies where he's just, he's older. He's in his 40s now. And same thing with, like, your, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, I grew up knowing him as uh, a teen. Third 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 Rock Rock Yeah, and now, like, he's just, he's a man. He's like Janet Jackson dancing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Great. I will say, so like the offspring was in the movie, which I, again, I completely forgot. And I was watching it and I was like, 
this this movie is the most offspring movie ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, they embody the sound of like yeah, the late yeah. 90s and 2000s. And Fucking... I was like, if they made a horror comedy, <laughs> it, would, <laughs> it would be this movie. So it, the, the, fa- the way, man, that whole scene with the scalp. Yeah. I remember as a kid being like, "Man, this is this is fucking crazy." It's so rad. So I was the biggest Offspring fan as a kid. Like, I remember growing up, my my cousin she was also a huge Offspring fan. She had like the logo tattooed on the back of her neck, and always gr- growing up until I got like a certain age, I was like, "I want to get that same tattoo." Like, I loved it to the point where uh, at one point Dexter Holland, like in real life, had his hair dyed like orange, and I like made my uh, my uncle's girlfriend, who was like a beautician do the same thing for me and so i i I found a version of the picture not the specific picture but somewhere there is a photo of me uh wearing a scotty pippen jersey (laughs) riding a pony doing a two-sweet i'm unbeknownst i think i was trying to just do the horns but it turns like a two-sweet and i have orange hair and if i ever like come out with a biography or anything like that i've always said that has to be the cover art for it yeah it's gonna say about the author to see you on a pony (laughs) exactly but so i remember again first time watching this movie and i see the fucking offspring is in it and i lose my shit because one they're singing uh their cover of uh sedated sedated, whenever i've done karaoke uh and like i always see if, if they have sedated i do sedated but i'll always be you know like they'll be like oh okay you know next we have uh like alberto you know doing uh sedated by the ramones i'm like no 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 i'm doing the offspring covering the ramones like that's just always been a joke it's never funny no one ever gets it but that's just always been my thing so the fact that you got to see it I, i'm watching this movie and I'm, I'm loving it you know up to this point and then i see the offspring i'm like get the fuck out of here and then they're singing like one of my favorite Offspring songs. Like I know it's a cover, but like I still enjoy their cover of it. I'll, like it was at that point that I was just like, "Yeah, I'm like this is this is definitely going to be in rotation for one of those like comfort movies." Yeah. Um, but like really, just a really quick like plot synopsis for those of you because I'm like I was talking to Trevor Outlaw uh, before recording this, and he had never seen it, and I was just like, "Dude, like next time you're here, let me give you my DVD copy of it." Because I mean, now I have the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but. It is a movie that not a lot of people are aware of, and I, I think that's the fun the fun nature of, like, in, with humans is storytelling and being able to, like, because you're someone, Vinny, who all the time would be like, oh, have you seen this movie? And I'll be like, no idea what's it about. And, like, you'll, you know, you'll tell me it without, like, spoiling, oh, well, this, this, and that, and I'll just be like, all right, fuck it, let me watch it. <laughs> so there is still that charm of, like, as much as, like, why do I have to tell you? Just go on Google. Like, right. I very much still enjoy, like, well, you tell me what this movie's about yeah. and hearing someone's version. Because there's always sometimes, too, where, you're like, you'll watch the actual movie or whatever, and you're like, I don't I don't think we watched the same movie. That wasn't at all <laughs> what happened. Uh, but uh, so in this movie, we meet Anton, who, again, like Vinny, you mentioned, he's just... He's just me in movie form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's just, like, a, a lazy stoner. But you're not you're not lazy. <laughs> lazy piece of shit. You're not lazy. I mean, Anton, that is at least how he's portrayed. Um, but, like, the movie opens up with uh, his parents getting killed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're like, about to go to bed. Uh, and, they, and they thought it was him pranking them. His mom thinks it's him pranking them because, like, up on the bed it says... I'm under the bed. Yep, there's a thing that says, I'm under the bed. And she sends, you know, looks under the bed. No one's there. Sends the dad, Fred Willard, to go look around the house. You hear some commotion. Um, 
she eventually gets murdered. Like she's trying to get Anton to wake up because he's in sleeping in the attic. Yeah, which the I, on. another very like nineties. Yeah, like Home like, Alone style. Dude, I would have killed for the Home Alone attic. So, oh, dude. Like, I did know. you guys know anyone who actually lives? No. I had a friend who had an upstairs room who had like the um, skylight, and he had his whole setup, and it was it was pretty fucking cool. It was it was I the closest to it. I just lived there. Um, yeah, and it was just set up like the way it was set up was completely different from like a normal room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember if you get to one side of the room, you almost gotta lean because mm-hmm. it goes at an angle. But it was pretty fucking cool. But I remember always watching like. Home Alone 2 or whatever and seeing, seeing uh, Fuller's room and I'm like that's the coolest fucking room yeah they didn't want to go up to that room either yeah like, that's, that's the best room like, that's, that's punishment yeah I'm like well even in um, Knives room. Out have you really seen Knives Out mm-hmm. no uh, is it good oh it's amazing yeah, it's pretty good yeah it's really good it's on Amazon Prime I believe but they're like the he has his like study all the way up at the top I'm like oh that is so fucking cool like yeah. I want like it's that feeling of like you're in a nook somewhere like hidden. Mm-hmm. Like hell, uh, Borat, uh, Borat two. <laughs> yeah, the, the guys who take <laughs> Borat in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that dude has a red ass fucking house. Yeah. I was like, man, that is the coolest fucking man. It looks like a giant man cave. Yeah. See, there is also a thing for me as far as like housing with like wood panel. Like, I don't, I don't know why. Like, it just it brings me back to like a simpler time. Like I remember the the first apartment I ever lived in. I don't know if you have you ever went there, the first apartment, but it was over it's by like Lincoln Wood. I don't know. It was pretty. It was pretty small. But like the whole building was like the the house was built in like the fifties, sixties, because like it had one of those like built in bars downstairs, mm-hmm. and like again just from the way everything was, like they had wood panel in my room that they painted over. It legit looked very tacky, but it, it was just like one specific part. And I was just like, I would have much preferred just like the actual the actual wood paneling. Um, but like even the house in this movie, like Anton's house, it very much. So it was filmed in the same place that uh, the Halloween movies were filmed or that Halloween was filmed. Uh, that Like the neighborhood. I don't it wasn't the same house, but and it's, it very much has that vibe of like one of those old Gothic style houses. Like even yeah. when they're walking around, just like the aesthetic, the way it's the just way old it suburbia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome, but so Anton's parents get murdered. Anton wakes up. He's just going about his day, and again, he's very much just, "Mom, we're out of milk." It was, like it was just a really shitty day that I could, I could, I could totally understand. It was, he was out of milk. He was out of weed. So he he goes and visits his, uh, you know, uh, making peanut. Which the way, like, I was like, oh, that is just like a '90s way of just going into someone's house through the like sliding through the window yeah it's they yeah like they do the same in mall rats mm-hmm. um and yeah they're just they're sitting around smoking uh they eventually see molly outside she's like riding her mor- her motorcycle actually which i was like oh okay that's pretty fucking cool um she drops her like journal because she she performs music and stuff which i think like i thought because they kept mentioning how she's a sing how she sings and writes her own music yeah. that she was going to do some you sort of musical number. performance. Thank God I didn't have. Also, the worst way to write lyrics. She was cutting out newspaper clippings of the words for her lyrics. I was like, that had to take forever. Oh yes, the worst. The worst. Like she's writing a, a ransom note. Unless for she someone. has, she has like a pre-made box from Joanne's fabric with like pre-cut out A's yeah. and B's. Either way, that sounds like hell. Yeah. Yeah, and even then, like. There's one point where where Anton eventually later on in the film brings her back her journal and he's like I read through some of it and she's like what 
and like he memorized it and in my head i'm like Man, I'm, I'm like dude i'm like i know you're in love with this girl yeah because you fucking memorize like her copy and pastings into yeah, the like newspaper clippings yeah there's no way i would remember those paper you know those yeah. clippings like mm. I, but, that's why if you would have grabbed her ass she would have rebuffed you oh there you, exactly um but uh, so again it's, it's like at this point that he's uh he goes back home and he realizes that uh what he's starting to have his hands starting to fucking like twitch and stuff like that right at this point it's starting to to go like a little crazy uh well, no, he, no, he's he he's making a sandwich. Oh, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, he's got the miracle whip and he's sticking the knife oh, in, and he's he's starting to eat it, and he looks down and it's like a bloody knife. He's like, what? And then he's running around looking for his parents. He he hides up in the in the bedroom, and his dog's like, what the fuck's going on? And then he's like, oh no, there's a killer in here. And then like he sees his parents dead; they were propped up like dummies, and then. His friends come in, and then he starts, like, his hand starts mm-hmm. going nuts. And it's, like, at this point where, yeah, when Bick and Peanut, they come into the house, and, you, you know, you see his parents sit on the floor. Uh, they're like, oh, look, his mom has, there's, like, a piece of fabric stuck yeah. in her hand. And you look at it, and, well, like, it's from, shirt. it's from his shirt. It's very much the same shirt color that he's wearing. And uh, his name is in blood on the floor. It says, mm-hmm. like, it was Aunt. Yeah. And they're like, like Mick's like, oh my god, or no, Peanut's like, ants kill them. Yeah. And Mick's like, no, it was. Or then he said, do you have a, do you have an angry ant? Like- yeah. Do you have an angry ant? And uh, Mick tries to like run away. They go into the kitchen or whatever. He's starting to suspect. Yeah, he's starting to suspect something, and his hand fucking goes all twitchy, jams a bottle into Mick's head. He literally Killing just tries him. to stop him, and just it's like a moment where everything he does, it's just makes it worse yeah, yeah it's at this point in the film where i get where you know where like, oh. anton kills mick he kills peanut and his hands starting he's starting to lose control because i believe it's at this point where like he he goes out the house and um he he, he goes over to molly's and he's like violently weird. yeah violently like fighting his hand and there was this like you could tell this movie was directed by a, a dude because here's this like weirdo who and there's uh, there's like evidence that they've known each other for a while like it, right. it's very much like oh these two you know, know who each other are yeah clearly into each other and she's just like oh hey and he just like the, no, the first time he goes to return the journal can't even utter a word right and he listen turns we, around and runs away we, we've all been there where you're just like Ugh. but the second time he comes back he's just twitchy and all bloody and acting up she never suspects a thing no because it's october yep <laughs> She's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. She's like, oh, do you want to come in? Like, she invites him in. And this is the part that, you know, you were talking about. She invites him in and, uh, like, goes to set the mood with some music. And his hand, again, it's going all out of control. Like, he can't control it. And it wants to kill her. Yeah, like, it picks up a knife and he stops it. At one point, he just walks up to her. And this was very much like, ah, yeah, like... An old dude directed this because he probably thought this was like. Yeah, he gives her a, a proper goosing. Yeah, just walks up, just grabs a handful. A hunk. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, it moved her entire body. Yeah, it grabs a handful of Alba, and she's like, oh. Much, much to her delight. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he eventually gets onto the bed, has to, like, strap his arm down, and she's like, oh, you're so kinky. Yeah. Like, everyone listening to this is. Probably cringing a little bit. Yeah. Well, she says. 
Oh, I didn't know you were so brave. I didn't think you, like like she's waiting for him. Like, please grab my ass, please. I mean, you know what's funny <laughs> is that people will be offended these days, but there's more women like that now. True. Um, I know because we, they're we all should, on Tinder. We shouldn't <laughs> slut shame. Uh, yeah. No, I'm saying, and all the guys who do it are on Tinder too. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I'm just saying that like they fi- they finally figured it. They out. get offended now, but like in reality, it's like, dude. Yeah. It. I've seen like didn't our president talk about grabbing a girl by the by the pussy? That's way worse, right? If what you're getting at is there are some interesting women on Tinder, I will say there there are plenty of women I've met through Tinder where we've had one date, and that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you. But, the, dude, I, I my friend sent me a screenshot of his thing because I guess he's on a couple dating sites. And you know how, like, when you're on shit, like, the internet knows and just sends you ads? Sure. I guess there's an a, a app called Smash and Dash. It's, it's literally just like right to uh, the point. Yeah, it's straight from a fucking Idle Hands movie. And smash and dash. And how do you spell that though? Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, so it's it like it's it was definitely like what, again you mentioned one of those things because there's also like language in the film. Yeah. It, again, all right. It's it's I don't want to say of its time. It's yeah, of its yeah, time. Definitely. You know, definitely wouldn't be speaking that way now. But uh, you know, they agree to go, she he agrees because because there's a been a bunch of murders that's the one thing i forget to left out in this town there's a bunch of murders that have been going on mm-hmm. so it's like a curfew in effect except if you're going to the high school dance right which is yeah then your parents know where you're at and yeah it's fine again like a little weird but um yeah he agrees to go to the dance with her and he goes back home to bury his parents he buries his parents along with Mick and peanut well like at a certain point you just hear like <laughs> and he's like why what <laughs> realizes that like oh they're alive they're alive yeah uh i believe it's peanut who like knocks him over the head with the shovel because he's trying to get make out wakes up and they're zombies yeah right you know like that yeah you can see dude they were such a big part of the movie Mm -hmm. like it was they added the comedic relief yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. they were just fucking great like that's one thing where if i knew how to do really cool makeup that would be a really cool um, friend Pe- costume. Peanut trying to eat a microwave burrito and, and it coming like, out of his neck. Oh, so disgusting! Yeah. I was eating while that happened. I was like, <laughs> and then, and then he's like, he's like taking his two fingers and dabbing, and he's like, mm. so Peanut gets beheaded. Yeah. So he he, thro- he throws a, a a circular saw blade mm-hmm. like a like a frisbee and cuts his friend's head off. And so like he for mm, like the first half of him being a zombie, he he is walking around beheaded eventually make uh just like grabs i think what is like a spatula yeah in a classic stoner macgyver type move he's like hey if i put your head on a stick and then put the other stick in your (laughs) neck hole and then tape you up tape it you're good to go yeah very very uh, oh diy stone by the way not to jump ahead of the synopsis but there's a point where they do go to the dance and they're dancing, and this hot chick is like making out with Peanut. And all I keep thinking is, this dude's been dead for a little bit. He probably smells so bad. And he's cold. And he's cold. And her tongue is down his throat. Again, what a, what a time! Very to be late, alive. Na- very late nineties, yep. early two thousand thing. So I was glad to be alive around mm. that time. Yeah. But then, so they're trying to figure out what's going on. At one point, they're like, "Well, like." we should talk to someone who knows about the devil. Mm-hmm. So of course they go to, uh, what was his name? Randy, yeah. who uh, we mentioned was kind of just, he was hanging around just trying to pick up high schoolers. Also, he's supposed to be like the tough guy with the big Ford on the off-road platform. Too pretty. 
too pretty, too scrawny. He looks like uh, like an extra from like Fame or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like they're like he's ready to break out in a song about how tough he is and how he's a, a gang member mm-hmm. and the worst, literally the worst temporary tattoos ever made. Oh, bad. But he he asks Randy. He's like he's like how he's like you know about the devil because of just the music he listens yeah. to, and. Uh, He's like, oh, you know, like, fuck off, gets in his car, goes into the drive-thru, and then that's when... Uh, Todd Long. Yeah, that's, you know, where we meet Todd Long and yeah. Kyle Gass, apparently, too. You know, uh, Anton takes a, an employee's outfit, just runs inside, goes into the drive-thru, and tells the driver, or the, the worker <laughs> who is Tom Long, he's like, oh, good, like, I, you're on break now, I'm, I'm covering you. And he, here's another thing, too, like... Clearly, the director didn't know how hamburgers are made in a fast food joint. Oh, like there's big piles of ground beef, and some guys just chopping them with a meat cleaver, <laughs> like like they're making fresh beef patties to order. Yeah, I was like, like part of me was like, man, where's this place? I yeah. would, I would love to go to the like. No, I was just gonna say at the end of the podcast, but like, hey, can we get the everybody who's a part of it? Can we talk to whoever we need to talk to and get a pop up out here for Burger Jungle? Yeah. Just like movies, and oh. just make it the most ridiculous fucking burger in the, the world. The freshest beef. And then you can do, you can make a sign on the window that says "Made by Hand," and just have the hand from Idle Hands. Just have a just have a giant uh, thing of raw beef that you just run <laughs> your hands through. Yeah. Hey, me and me and Dave can make some cool graphics for it. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm in. Uh, but he and you know when Randy eventually comes back through the window, he's like, dude, he's like, uh, you know, he's like, you got to keep busy. He's like, Idle Hands. Uh, there's some or the devil's playground like movie title yeah and so he goes back home and resorts to just sew (laughs) like he's literally sitting there just like sewing just like his mom used to do exactly and they're just like how long are you or no at one point yeah they're just like come on you like you look i think they call him a queer they're like you look queer (laughs) doing that um and they're just like sitting around like listening to like rob zombie yeah very just hanging out the two cops ooh, who forgot to mention earlier there was uh the two cops one of them was a mcpoyle one of the mcpoyle brothers um the one that wasn't on westworld uh, yeah and they're like not her- jimmy sampson not jimmy sampson yeah and they're harassing uh anton because they're like yeah when we were seniors and you guys were freshmen you guys wouldn't invite us to hang out and smoke weed he's like sorry you guys were like fucking losers uh they drive by anton's house and they're like oh yeah they're like uh did you hear about a noise complaint? They're like, yeah, I yeah. think that's the house. And they're looking in the window. Clearly just to go harass them. Yeah. And then that's when the hand kills them both. Mm-hmm. Kills both the officers. It was starting to work a little bit when he was uh, sewing. Yeah. He was keeping himself distracted. Yeah, well, they look in and they see uh, Mick and Peanut sitting next to him. And he's like, oh, my God. he like Because they're not moving when they're looking. He's like, he... He's the killer. We got to go he's in. hanging out with which, dead bodies. Like, which he is. Yeah. You know. and, and, then, and then they're like... Oh, we got to call the FBI. And the other guy's like, are you an idiot? They're going to get all our glory. We got to go in there now. And they go in and yeah, then they're off. And so after, you know, the hand murders them, that's when, that's when Anton decides like, I got to fucking, I got to chop off his arm and gets a meat cleaver, chops off his arm. Yeah. The bagel guillotine didn't work. Bagel (laughs) guillotine. Yeah. It does not work. Uh, and yeah, like you know, they solder. Fuck! Oh, it's just so gross. Carterized, yeah. carterized with a hot iron. Hot, hot iron. Yeah, his his little nub yeah. that he has, and they're like, oh, we're gonna go get some antibiotics or something. He traps the hand inside a the microwave, microwave. and then Jessica Alba shows up. Which, mind you, at this point, so throughout the whole movie, Anton never takes off. Like a fun fact, he never takes off any clothes that he puts on. Like right. he just keeps just layering, layering, layering. So at this point, he's wearing. 
uh, P-Nubs jeans because like he woke up and he was just like in his boxers and yeah. like a sweater. So he's wearing P-Nubs jeans, his shoes, uh, the Burger Burger Jungle like uh, employee top jacket, employee yeah. jacket over. And now he has this nub that he's like, just like wrapped. And she shows up and she's like, she's like, oh, if you were going to be late, you could have just told me. I mean, yeah, I like to be punctual. She said, well, "Hey, which listen, I I'm totally with that. You know, like if I got to be somewhere at six, I will probably be there five forty five just to, just to be safe. Yeah, you're just, good. I just show up the next day. <laughs> I'm like, hey, sorry, sorry, but we met on Tinder, so it's okay. Yeah. Exactly, besito, please. Um, and so she's like, he's like, oh, I'll I'll meet you there. You know, like don't worry about it. Like we'll meet up there. Goes back to the house. Oh." At, we, we forgot to mention the character. Yeah, she's um, super hot. Jessica Alba? No, not just the, Vivica A. Fox. So Both she, of them. Oh, yes. She plays like a, 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 a druid high priestess that yeah. specifically runs around. And she's tracking the hands. Yeah. Movements. And so at this point, she comes into town because she, she's looking at a map of all the places that where everything's been killed. And she sees like on the on newspaper that uh, this specific city in California has been getting a lot. And so she has all the markings and then grabs a marker and connects it all and sees it's a giant pentagram. Yeah. So she rushes over there. At, she meets Randy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, I'm looking for someone. And, like, this is kind of the symptoms they would display. And he's like, huh. No way. Yeah, he's like, I, I, just, I just met a guy. Mm-hmm. And these were the things he was talking about. So she takes him over there. And, yeah, so he's like, oh, I'll meet you over there at the high school dance. Like, I'll be there, I promise. Okay, Jaskalba, she fucks off. And uh, he goes back in the house, the hand's missing. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe it leaves a note that's like, I'm going to get her, something yeah, like that. she's mine. She's mine, yeah. yeah. And so they go and they steal Randy's car. They back right into Vivica A. Fox. She goes, Almost kill her. Oh, yeah, she goes flying. Uh, they show up to the, the high school dance. There's a very uh at this point the hand is just going rogue killing everyone there's a scene with these uh two kids doing what kids do in parked yeah. cars and yeah. murders them both just again just leaving a trail of we blood get see, we get to see our first boobs yeah first movie. first boobs very delightful uh <laughs> i mean boobs are awesome yes but so like at this point the hand's just going like yeah all in and just yeah super wait like me personally when you're watching when i'm watching it during that part my hands were yeah they're yeah you're yeah vinny's vinny's hands were definitely all out um <laughs> so yeah we, we go to the high school dance you know the kids show up and they're like all right let's go you know let's go find molly first off make sure she's safe then we got to find the hand and then you know uh debbie and randy not too far behind from behind them so they go into the high school and this is where like i like looking at all the people dancing because it's it's yeah, it captures a, a, a moment in time. Yeah, what and Jessica Alba, that was great dancer, right? Oh, great dancer. She's, she was in Honey. Yeah, I mean, she was in Honey. Stank is, uh, is this what people were dancing like? In oh the late man, 90s, she was doing 2000s. like the she was doing like the fake swimming move <laughs> yeah. and like you know just like waving at people. I was like, well, this is the worst like white people yeah. dancing. It's like a white person, like like yeah. a white wedding. Yeah, I mean, like I would have been a kid then. I imagine yeah. like that. Is... Well, yeah, especially when you consider like Offspring is playing, and they're just like, woo, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the Offspring the playing match. in the background <laughs> and stuff. Um, after this, yeah, it's like you know, Anton gets there. 
uh, cuts off the band, and he's like, there's a killer on the loose. Like, everyone has to get out. Yeah, they're kind of like, fuck off. This is also when Tanya, uh, Molly's friend, sees Peanut, and she's like instantly like, oh, my God, he's so hot, so cool. Come- not I'm, realizing listen, it's not on a his, costume. On his best of days, not a great-looking guy. On a, Yeah, on his best of days, not he the best. He looks like a guy like, whose name like, would be Froggy. He looks like... Okay. <laughs> When you're okay, let's you remember Buzz from uh, Home Alone? Yep. Like yep. imagine if you're like, yes, Buzz, and then like you got Buzz at home, and you like go it, home, like and if, that's the Buzz at home. If you Buzz and Biff Tannen got together <laughs> and had a baby, he, he just has like the small eyes and the fucking big face, the and, big old nah, face. I mean, like, again, great actor, but just not the best looking yeah. dude. He's not on any like romance novels covers. No. And so they're like making out, and that's when uh, Seth Green's character of, of Mick, he's like, "Dude, he's like, you're gross. dead. Like that's <laughs> gross. Yeah, like, and uh, just trying to stand because his whole thing, he's like, maybe I'll get laid again. They're high schoolers, yeah. of course. That's what's on their mind. Um, but yeah, so Anton gets on stage. He's like, "There's a killer loose. Like, you guys all got to get out of here." And they're kind of just like, "Fuck off." Uh, and then the hand fucking locks the door. Locks the door, and then de scalps uh, Dexter, the yep. the lead singer of the Offspring. It looks so rad too. And that's when everyone fucking starts to lose their shit. Everyone's running around, uh, going crazy. Well, wait. So before this, one of my favorite scenes that I I rolled pretty hard at. Uh, the hand gets to the school, climbs up, and he's sitting there. He he killed the guy and and the you know the lady with the beautiful upholstery goes up the goes up the wall looks in and there's uh the principal he's like oh my credit card should work and he's like calling like a jerk off line <laughs> and he's like oh baby you're making me hot i can feel you and he's crossed this hand is crawling up his pants it's like how do you not yeah, notice not yeah and then clearly it, it comes out of his crotch area to to murder him and gruesome spectacular fashion but like how do you not feel a hand going up your leg yeah there's no dude there's a there's moments sometimes where girls like or like in the past where they'd put their hand on my knee and if I didn't know I'd just fucking twitch. Yeah. They'd, yeah. They'd, they'd be like, that just felt really rapey. Like, I'm not going to do anything to you. And I'm just like, listen, it's not you. It's just, yeah, it's just a thing. Like, it's just a thing. It's a twitch. You just, I, I've been hurt before. Yeah, so I can imagine <laughs> if a fucking hand was crawling up my leg, no way. And then he's like, oh, baby, I'm I'm hot right now. <laughs> I'm so hot. <laughs> yeah, Anyways. well, the principal gets murdered, and that, that is a scene that we mentioned where. Uh, Afterwards, he starts. Yeah, the hand is just literally just shoving the tip of its finger into a fucking pencil sharpener, one of those electric pencil sharpeners, and just coming out with these. Which is how he got so sharp enough Mm -hmm. to rip the scalp off. And and the claw at this point, too, has become like discolored and again, just looks. Yeah, it was in the microwave for like five minutes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. looks evil. Um, Yeah, and everyone's just running around. Anton's trying to save Molly, but every like people are getting trampled left and right. Uh, Molly and her friend Tanya, they go into the ducks, mm-hmm. which, like, it's a common thing. All you know, go back to Die Hard. All movies do it all the time. I've always wanted, like, wondered, like, how there's no ducks that big, by the way. No, no, no. Like, no. yeah, yeah. Like, how do they get away with it? Because there are no ducks that big. If there were, people would be hiding in them all the time. And you know what? I always think too. It's like uh, whenever people are like hiding from a monster or from like terrorists, and they crawl in. You would hear dong, dong, dong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the worst place to hide, even if you could fit in there. Well, also, the fact that they go into ducks and then just keep going, like, 
you know, where are you going? Find uh, I would find a spot, a room, or not like a duck. Like, even if you're in the ducks, let's say those are your only way. Or just, just chill. sleep there. Just chill. Don't keep fucking so going can, everywhere. So you can look. Don't look for the little grate that you're gonna look down and see the killer or whatever. Like, yeah. and then he looks up. Yeah. You're like, ah. Climb in. They're gonna have no reason to suspect you're in there. Yeah. Climb in. Then the fuck up. Just stay there. Because any sensible killer would be like, clearly ducks aren't that big. I can't go in there, and they would just leave you alone. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, um, they're just like, oh, he's right there. Give me the gun yeah. real quick. I'm yeah. Shoot you right. I would dick. check every duct if I was a killer. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, at this point, the the hands it's looking for Molly, so they're going deeper, and they can hear the hand coming. So they go, there's like a a grate that lets them out like near the locker rooms, but there's a giant fan above it. A big turbine. Yeah. Yeah. She puts uh, Tanya's shoe in there. It cuts it off. Molly jumps down. Tanya's like scared. Like she doesn't want to jump. Hand shows up. By the time she gets down there, she gets like decapitated by the fan. Yeah. uh, Which is poor Peanut. Well, and then. Yeah, Peanut and Mick are in the duct going after him, and they're like, oh, she's dead. We better turn her out. And then uh, I think Mick is like, you want a piece of her now? And he's like, gross. Um, yeah, and then at this point, uh, what's her name? Uh, Vivica A. Fox, she, her and Randy show up at the school, and she's like, oh, you know, this is where we're here. You know, I know how to stop how to stop it and grab he's, Anton yeah he's like okay cool how and she just tries to stab Anton because she yeah. thinks she doesn't know that he's cut off the hand since then yeah and she pulls out like the most Disney Old, cartoon villain yeah, dagger, dagger. <laughs> <laughs> one of those wavy ones that looks like a fucking ice cream cone yeah um by now the hand's already taken hold of Molly and it's like in the like where they would take like that like autom- auto class auto class mm-hmm. uh they go in there the hand is also now uh taking the form of a puppet yeah, yeah. That was fucking. That was great. Yeah. So I, Anton comes to blows with the with the hand, and he's like changing different puppets. He puts this like weird little egghead one. Yeah. Uh, so he has Molly. She's strapped to a car, and it's just like being raised. And they're trying to get the hand away from like the little lever. Yeah. And it's you know Anton making peanut, and they can't get it to budge. Yeah, it's supernaturally strong. This point is the one point where I was just like, it's getting silly now. Yeah, I was like, okay. Uh, and it's like the loosest tie job to this car. Like, first of all, how did the hand get her up there? And then she just stayed there while he just kind of like yeah, not even trying wrapped, to get out. He wrapped like confetti paper around her. <laughs> well, like Mick finds a, a giant bong. Yeah, like that. The people it's made out of like a muffler. Yeah, the, the people made, and they're like, "Come on, like now's not the time to to be smoking weed." Uh, Anton gets a smart idea. He's like, "Oh, I figured it out." Yeah. So he takes a big hit. It's like Op- his spinach. Yeah, opens up the Blows glove the and just blows the smoke there. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts. Because again, we mentioned the little puppet, which shouldn't be able to change <laughs> its eyes its eyes or its face or anything. But it's like all angry. He blows the smoke. And the puppet, it's not facing us. It's facing the other way. Just turns around and looks at the camera. The pupils are dilated. Its yeah. pupils are dilated and let, let's go. Um, and then they spin to like bloodshot eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Vivica A. Fox eventually comes in. She throws a knife that's like it's trying to murder somebody. Mick. Mick. It's on Mick's chest. Oh, it's on Mick's chest. It's going to kill him. She throws the knife, just stabs it. And Pins then, it to his chest. Yeah. And then the hand just like vanishes. Just, yeah. Vanishes. And one of my favorite lines where Mick's like, that's it? No it's explosions? Like, no. Yeah. No explosions, no nothing. You know, whatever the case may be. Uh, and then by then, you know, they're trying to 
pull the lever to stop. Like the car's been rising this whole time, and Jessica Alba's nose is like smushed right against the fucking up against ceiling when they get it. Uh, did, did anybody see the alternate ending no. that they have on the Blu-ray? No, I have it. Well, we'll, we'll we can we'll mention the the alternate ending right now, but let's just because there's not that much left. So yeah. uh, the car crashes on top of a- uh, Anton. Yeah, and they share they share a romantic kiss. Mm-hmm. Car falls on top of him. He's like, also he should be like I also I also kill my parents. Can yeah. I get another kiss? Yeah. <laughs> well, so no, so they're kissing, and then Mick and Peanut are arguing over the bong. Or uh, the the big pipe or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't do drugs, so I don't know what these things are called. But some sort of marijuana smoking device, and then they hit the lever, and then the car just immediately smushes Anton. And then Peanut's like, "That shouldn't have went down that fast." <laughs> Which is funny because of how comically slow it, it was going up. <laughs> it was going up, and it went up the first time. Um, but yeah, like the next we see uh, Anton's in the hospital. He's like in a body cast. Just Alba, you know, she's like, she's kissing him and stuff. Oh, uh, Randy and Rivica Fox go have uh, ritualistic sex yes. because they've conquered evil, which yeah. good for them too. That she, makes sense. She's more in his age range. Oh, and then also after the car smashes, then the heavens open up for Peanut yep. and Mick and then they, they walk they past the veil. Yeah. yeah. Anton, according to Molly, stayed behind for her. Yeah. And she was smitten over that because, again, what 17-year-old wouldn't be smitten over their their crush, their boyfriend, that they've been official for all of a day? (laughs) And it it was a payoff to an earlier joke, you know, because we're wondering, oh, why are these two friends still alive? You know, they're undead zombies. And then they're telling Anton... Oh, we saw a light, and we heard, like, oh. And he's like, why didn't you go to the light? And I was like, it was too far away, man. We're, we're lazy. So he had the same experience. The light beckoned him, and he's like, no, I, I have unfinished business with Jessica Alba. Yeah, so she, the nurse shows up, and uh, he, he, I think at this point, he sees uh, the angels of Mick and Peanut yeah. that, that come they're, out. They're his guardian mm-hmm. angels now. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, she's like, oh, all right, visiting hours are over, so Jessica Alba has to fuck off. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're here to watch over you and, and protect you and stuff. And uh, they're like, all right. And, and I think they tell him, like, we're going to go find something, explore. They, they fuck off. And as, you know, like they leave, they're walking down the hall. Anton laying in his bed looks up and it's the exact same It says I'm under the bed. I'm under the bed, which I don't know if at any point he told them. Yeah, how would they know? How would they know? I mean just a callback to yeah to earlier in the movie and he's screaming bloody murder and they're like, Should we tell? Yeah, and, uh, and by this he's in a full body cast, so it looks painful. Can't do anything. Yeah. And yeah, make it peanut up as angels are they're walking away and they're like should we tell him that we did that to to the ceiling? He's like, nah, let's just keep fucking. Dude, with that him. that line in the end was just like, oh, and they said, let's go. Talk, they said, let's touch. go find some nurses to walk into, and <laughs> the other guy's like, watch out, some of them are dudes. <laughs> but also, I wanted to note he got his fantasy at the end, like Anton when he was joking around, you know, when he first slid into their basement. It's like, dude, don't you have any ambitions or anything? He's like, yeah, I want to, I want to. Be old and lazy and lay around watching TV while my hot old lady's feeding me food. And that's exactly what he's doing in the bed. Mm-hmm. He's laying in the cast and she's feeding him Oh, food. shit. I didn't even realize so. it. It's, it's... What was the alternate ending that you that you had mentioned, Vinny? Um, 
I watched it a long time ago. I have to rewatch, but I, I just remember it's the reason it was cut out. The director said that, and it was true. It felt like a different movie. It didn't mm-hmm. have the same. It felt more like a serious horror mm-hmm. movie. Um, um, and it just didn't go with the flow. And it was just like a weird portal of like hell. Um, that opened up, and uh, it, my memory's hazy for for reasons <laughs> known. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend check if you have like the Blu-ray, it's on there with the alternate ending mm-hmm. yeah. and it's, it's not that great. The, this one obviously wasn't as great. It's not a fucking Oscar winning movie, but I think they went with a better ending. ending. Yeah. It was more fitting with the whole theme of the movie. Yeah. I mean, like, I think all in all, it's safe to say like we all enjoyed, you know, clearly enjoyed the movie. Like yeah. it's hell. If you, if you guys like the movie, uh, we sell, I'm under the bed shirt on the cryptic closet. They do. And Devin Sawa has one. Smooth. Oh, yeah, you sent it to Devin Sawa, right? Um, Yeah, I mean, I, like, I think all in all, it's it's a good movie. Yeah. Like, it's an hour and a half, hour and some change, very much quick and to the point. Like, you, like, even from Jump Street, it's just, they don't really explain. Right. They don't explain how he became possessed. Right. Or, or nothing like or what well, what what a past murder that wasn't involved with anton looked like since yeah. it was happening all around mm-hmm. the world well and and also so like here's the thing you know i, I mentioned i kind of i'm predisposed to disliking this sort of movie but like uh so it's a horror movie that's more comedic than horror i'd say we'd agree right mm-hmm. but they really did go in with some of the horror aspects more than like like let's say like a scary movie, they'll do gags, but like they really had some pretty good effects. Yeah, like yeah. it, it, I, it almost kind of felt like it could have been like a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, you know, because it's very much of that time, and the climax of the movie is two characters with their giant fucking made up bong. Yeah, you know, like if you, if you described the movie just like very briefly, and you said, and Jane and Silent Bob, or you know, yeah. like if you replaced Jane and Silent Bob with making peanut. Yeah. It would it would fit right into it. Yeah, and then like the other thing I was gonna say is, um, again, like, let me preface that I don't normally like this type of movie. Um, the '90s and the early 2000s were really good at making disposable popcorn movies, right? So like now every movie is like an Oscar contender or a really somber mm-hmm. indie movie, or it's like direct to DVD garbage, right? And there. During this period of time when this movie was made, there was a wonderful gray area where, like, first of all, movies were cheap, and you could go there, and, and concessions were a lot cheaper. They're easier to digest. They're, they're storyline yeah. wise, everything. And, and if you just wanted to go with your friends and have some stupid laughs, you know, some of them inappropriate, yeah, but like, you could go to this movie and you didn't feel cheated, and you're like, oh, that was pretty fun. And it's one of those movies like you can see yourself sitting. With three or four of your good friends, and you're all just like, oh man, ordering well, pizza, yeah, look, hanging out. Yeah, look at those boobs. Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. And and nothing was lost. So um, this definitely kind of hit the spot. For and and I think we need more of those movies now, and we don't get them that often. I think the last movie that, in that vein of just, just a fun movie, or, you know, it's, it's like it's one self-contained mm-hmm. story hour hour two hours and no one's trying to make a franchise out of exactly it. that i saw was this movie called safety not guaranteed mm-hmm. i don't you, you, mark duplass yeah, yeah mark duplass is in it uh aubrey plaza's in it um which was a real thing by the way yeah the safety not guaranteed yeah real thing but yeah just like movies like that where i kind of enjoy because 
like if I walk into a superhero movie, odds are there's some future, which I'm fine. I've mm-hmm. been conditioned to it. It's okay. Um, or even if you watch like a horror movie, there there is always the like at the end, you know, a little where, twist or a little nod. Like right. I, I recently, uh, I I watched Scream Two, and I read how they they took out at the end of the movie. Um, there's just like there's a big aerial shot of of the school, everyone outside, the reporters and stuff, and there's a clock tower and. I guess in a cut of the movie, uh, another person in like the scream mask was up in the clock tower, and they 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 cut it out. Just I I don't know why. I don't know if they just didn't want to give away that there was a third one because the scream two started filming like very quickly right. after scream one. Like it was out a year before scream scream one like. You know, had been out yeah. for a full year. But it's, it's like one, one of those. It hit. It hit hard when that movie came out. I yeah. mean, the fucking mm-hmm. ghost face masks, everything. Like, yeah. and that was like before we had the kind of shit we have now with social media and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was like, can you imagine some of the shit that we saw that was like big to us? Well, like the Bulls. Yeah. That was so. You guys, you guys have seen Scream Two, right? Yeah. There's the whole opening scene for that movie. Where like in the theater, everyone is running around like madmen, watching Stab. Yeah, watching Stab, and they're all, meta. They all have yeah. the ghost face masks. I'm like, that seems like the worst. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, sometimes with movies, like I, it, you know, if you're in there for like a comedy and stuff, that's fine. But, but if you think about it, it's actually safe because everybody was wearing a mask. Yeah, <laughs> that that is true. Yeah. But like it annoyed like it annoyed me when we went to go see Endgame, and like. Captain Miracle shows up and everyone's like, "Yeah, woo!" Because you know he's in the movie. Yeah, clearly. Like you don't, you don't have to do all that. Yeah, he's there. It's not a surprise. I do that whenever Beetlejuice comes on on during the movie. It's only like thirty five, but I make sure <laughs> those thirty five minutes are always. You're fucking, like, yeah, it's Beetlejuice, it's baby. Oh god, he's gonna say it's showtime. Watch, just watch. But he said it. You know, like it was one of those things. Like I get annoyed when I'm at, when I'm at a movie theater and they do that. If yeah. everyone was in costume, running around and pretending to stab each other, there's like a fake, uh, a ghost face on a string that's yeah. being pulled. I was like, whoa! I was like, or like you'd go to like the Star Wars prequels and everyone's dressed up as Obi Wan with lightsabers <laughs> and they're just like, no, oh, me the fourth. Like, there's right, equivalent guy. to white people clapping when the plane lands. Yeah, yeah, just as cringy. Yeah, very much in that uh, in that vein. But you know, as far as '90s feel movies. Uh, there's one that's really fucking cool, and it is if you were labeled a horror movie, but it's it just has like this this '90s vibe to it. And it's really fucking good. It's like almost two years old now. It's The Babysitter. Mm-hmm. The second one is not that good. The first one's fucking great, and it's on Netflix. Um, and it has um I forgot her name. She's in Ready or Not. She's in uh, what is it? There's a movie with dude who. I'm, I'm horrible with it. You're so good at acting, you know. Like it's called Mayhem mm-hmm. with the dude from Walking Dead, and it was a Shutter original, where it was almost like a. Um, they were stuck in work and they had to like murder everybody in the place. I I know. Oh, uh, yeah. Starts with a B, I think. It was like a James Gunn movie. I, I know which one you're talking about. Where yeah. Oh, why can't I, she's fucking gorgeous? Yeah, she's very um, she's a very gorgeous blonde woman. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, like I do, do you. What was uh, not Shutter? It was like the precursor to Shutter, where it was like on a like on Comcast. They had like a horror movie. Like 
it was like a channel. It was like Shutter before Shutter. I don't know if you if you remember the name of it. No, I know AMC had their their like. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up because I so I remember that they used to have like um like like an actual channel 24 seven or just during October because I know AMC would do like it's uh not movies at the oh, I forgot no it was more so like um it's just like a channel with like random short films it was called uh, uh Spice Fear itself. Oh yeah, that was a that was a show. Yeah, Fear Itself. I had it on DVD. It's actually like a fuck. It's like Tales from the Crypt, like an anthology. Thing. It's actually the actors are really good and the shorts are really good. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where I watch it and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck it didn't get more seasons than it did. Mm-hmm. But did, did have you watch it? Yeah, I specifically yeah like I would watch it because it was also in very much the same vein of like discovering movies because you just they look cool. They look cool. Yeah. I remember having uh, like Comcast. They had like the on-demand feature, and during Halloween, they'd be like, "Hey, check this out!" And it's just a bunch of horror movies. And back then, there wasn't like now. If you go on like on Hulu or Netflix, you could watch the actual trailer. Back then, it was just like one two sentence synopsises of it. Yeah. And this, yeah, it was like that because I, I'm I really like anthology series, yeah. like series. And th- I remember one that specifically sticks out is there's like a woman. She wakes up and she's like disoriented. And they're like, there's been a zombie outbreak, and she's trying to get to her her friend's apartment where she was supposed to be going, and you know keeps encountering zombies and shit, and this is the whole thing. And then finally, she shows up to the apartment, and I believe they like kill her, and you see because the whole time it's from her POV, and at one point she looks in a mirror and she is a zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, it, okay. I remember the DVD. I never got it back from an ex, but the original. If you look it up, if you look up the Fear Itself DVD, it was a fucking tombstone with the skeleton, like from the logo, coming out, mm-hmm. and it was styrofoam. So like it, it, it looked really fucking cool when you open it up, and then the DVD was in there, and it was the coolest fucking packaging. I remember seeing it at Kmart, and it was like fourteen ninety nine or some shit. I'm like, the packaging alone was, was like, this is cool enough to yeah. fucking own, and I bought it, took it home, and was completely mind fucked at how good it was. And um, never got it back. And then I ordered on Amazon, and they gave me just like a simple half-ass like Ugh. printed version. I was like, motherfucker, I got to. I mean, it, it is it is the charm of like you know this is coming out on on Halloween, the last day. But like, you don't have to stop watching horror movies. Yeah. Like, there's always new mo- you know new horror movies coming out, and there's so many in, in past. Like, there's nothing wrong with like rewatching the classics. You know, your Freddies, your Jasons, things of that nature. But like try you know go go on google go on google go to google and just like look up what are some fucking good ones like i i remember watching train to busan not knowing anything about it and i was like oh so good i was like cool just a korean zombie movie awesome koreans are doing a lot of high quality horror lately yeah dude i um i don't know if it's korean but i did see (laughs) uh have you watched Alive? it's a zombie movie I my my buddy Jimmy Lee, uh, ah. yeah, soon to be Michael's future hashtag, boss. Hashtag alive. Sorry, that's yeah. what she said. Michael's future boss. Michael's future boss. He actually just told me about it because he's Korean. I'm gonna call him Jimmy Mac because he's the only guy on our side that's gonna have a Mac. Yeah. Oh, there and you it's go. Making J- Michael crazy. Jimmy Mac. Yeah. He he actually just like posted about it and he uh, he's. I remember after I watched Train. No, Parasite. 
I either watched Parasite or Train of Busan. It might have been both of them back to back. I posted where I was like, man, I like. Does can anyone else recommend me some good like Korean films and TV? And him being Korean, he was like, I got you. And literally, like I screenshot it. He sent me like a whole list. Um, so whenever normally old boy, he, old boy is really good. yeah, dude. I saw the devil, and it has a dude from Old Boy in it. I, I've got that shit. on my list. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, that is one of the movies. It's it's long, but it's like a fucking. Where I got chills the one I the first time I saw the it, guy's like, girlfriend gets killed and he keeps catching the killer and torturing <sighs> him and letting him go stuff in his fucking throat with a tracking device and the guy doesn't realize it and he's just tracking him every time he fucking yeah abuses a woman he just shows up like Batman and beats the living shit out of him yeah but yeah you got stuff like the host uh, I can't think of any now but you know yeah I mean I've oh wait there's a Sh- Stranger from Hell it's a TV show it's Korean it's a it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There are. It does have like the blurred out um, scenes, like like mm-hmm. if you if the, the person has a knife and shit. But yeah. it's a really fucking good show. And the way it's all- built and everything. It's like I don't know. I don't. I feel like sometimes they're better at storytelling the way they compose it. Then and maybe it's the way it's paced too. Mm-hmm. But they just capture the story way better. Well, there's also like getting a fresh perspective because for the most part, the way movies are made, most mainstream movies, it is the American way of mm-hmm. filming. You know, um, like that's why, like, you look at someone like a Tarantino who's influenced by so many, like, Japanese films, Italian films, mm-hmm. um, and you look at, like, those, and it, it is interesting. But yeah, like, I mean, you know, it's just we just wind down here. Like, there's a ton of horror movies out there, uh, as well as, like, if you're not super into, like, very serious, very graphic, like, there are some like this mm-hmm. that is very much more of a laid back movie. I know I recommended Little Monsters, mm-hmm. not not the not that Little Monsters, oh. I'm talking about the other uh, Little, little monsters, monsters is pretty good too. Same thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's That's that good. one. Um, there's even like uh, like I mentioned, Hubie Halloween, which again, there's there's light hearted like Halloween movies, but Tucker uh, and Dale versus Evil, that yep. one's amazing, yeah. But I, I, I very much like this one for for just like that nostalgia spot that it hits mm-hmm. you know very very early 2000s late 90s that just i have such a i have such a, hot, a soft spot in my heart for those movies because those are the movies i grew up watching well you, you know it's funny too i was just and don't ask me why but i was watching uh, sandstorm by darude on uh uh-huh. youtube and then uh, it's very clearly like late 90s mid to late 90s and they're all wearing remember when uh sunglasses that weren't tint like weren't dark but you'd have like pink lenses or bright yellow lenses <laughs> yeah, yeah. didn't block out any sun but they were just fashion and they were all wearing like vests like <laughs> there's puppy a vests vice did a documentary about about that 90s song. fashion oh no about, about that song. yeah because they they did one on uh blue by eiffel 55 mm-hmm. and it was really good and i remember it came up that it was just like do you want to watch it and i i just haven't watched it but yeah. there there's a documentary for but, that but like when, when you see that like whenever I think of like the late '90s, early 2000s, and like this movie very much fits in that. It was like everything was brighter. Uh, it was, it kind of seemed like the last time where we all had hope. For, like we could be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to college and be a success, and we're all like, and clearly racism was still around, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like it didn't seem so hateful back no, then. Was, you know what I mean? Was, people didn't really. I don't know. I feel like people like have, we hit a peak and we, then went yeah. Down. And it's like we're looking for reasons to get offended now. Like yeah. when you start looking at past things, like listen, who was it? Um, they were talking about people who want to cancel shit from the past, like 
John Wayne. Yeah. You know, like Bill Burr was just saying, like, you know, like John Wayne was yeah. raised in like 1907, like when he was born. It's like, of course he has that mindset. Like, you can't go back and expect all these people yeah. who were raised differently to have your views. Well, yeah, and and clearly it's one thing, too, to like have institutions that are racist because they were built by people like that, but like, you know, a lot of times you'll see like an old uncle at Thanksgiving and he's clearly like a racist douche, but you're just like... Yeah, just let's let's not talk race with this guy. You know, like, you know what to not talk around. Yeah, and so, like, I also feel like back then, like, the internet wasn't so prevalent, and we weren't all, like, regurgitating all our politics and all all our religion stuff, and, like, you know, it it, it was a happy time. It was... People were making happy products. I, I very much enjoy 90s nostalgia coming back. Yeah. Because... I don't. I mean, you know, it's just like I don't know if it's if it's like oh, it's just romanticized because again, it's like the era that I grew up in and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching Captain Marvel, and the whole the whole gimmick was like this is set in the nineties, and they just didn't have cell phones and they had a blockbuster yeah. and they're like and even I the, was just gonna I was gonna I'm sorry I'm gonna you. um when you were talking about picking movies from you know three for or four for ten bucks twenty bucks whatever the hell it would be. Um, I was just at a family video, and, and there's honestly nothing that captures just. It, it was like Those I walked into boxes. My, yes, I yeah. walked into like my childhood, dude, and I was like, "That's what I miss. I, I miss walking and getting sucked in by the cover art, yeah. looking at it, and then reading the back of the box." Guess what? Yeah, you can do that with Redbox. You can click it, read the description, but you know what? When it's fucking cold as balls, like right now, yeah. I don't want to stand in front of a screen. I'd rather there's just something more intimate and like personal about going and like you f- you feel like you really did find the movie well you know? and, and even you know I, I know we've been wrapping this up for like 30 minutes but like you know you, we were talking about like the dvd version of this and the blu-ray version with the alternate and like many times we didn't have that but there was something about getting uh like a vhs tape and it felt like substantial and it didn't have any extra features but you're like have you know having three or four blockbuster sleeves full of vhs has felt great and i i also think that 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 feeling that we're talking about lends itself to good horror because you're seeing a lot of horror movies that come out that are trying to nail the feeling of the 80s or the 90s. You know, they're getting the grain, the chromatic aberration at the corners of things, uh, and even like like tone and, and style and setting. It's all starting to get set back 10, 20 years, and like there's something about that time that feels almost like sacred, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, w- when we're all feeling good, like we did back then, the horror is so much more horrific. You're like, oh no, you know, we we've nailed it, and now this killer's coming through. So there's I, something to that nostalgia that works well with horror. I just wanted to slip in. Um, anybody who listens to this and, and, and likes every single, you know, bonus episode you've done with all the different movies, like, if there's one thing you guys should do, especially if you're big on Twitter and all that stuff, tweet. The old actors that you admire and you were Let a fan of, like seriously, like just. Devin Sawa, like, hey, dude, I loved you as Anton and Idle Hands. Or Brendan Fraser, you know, like, if you're watching mm-hmm. fucking Monkey Bone or whatever, like, tweet these people. Instead of going online and trolling people, tweet something positive. Like, you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till the actor that you like is gone and dead, where you're just like, oh, And you're shit. like, that guy was the best, and here's all, and then you never said it while he was around. Because yeah, you know what? No joke. When you think that some of these people don't pay attention or don't read these things, they fucking do. You know, yeah. like... Well, like- Funny enough, like the the movie's pop up that I mentioned, Kevin Smith talks about how he's like, 
I didn't think anyone would want to do this. And then people were like, yes, please do this. And then they showed up in droves and supported these things. It's like, oh, yeah, of course, like people, you know, it's like nostalgia is, you know, it's the strongest drug that anyone can can have. And yeah, like, like you mentioned, always like let these people know because it's it's always the worst when someone dies and you like you never got the chance to tell them these things or, or it's and, a, and then their family says oh they would have loved to know how much they were loved mm-hmm. right like think about it as an actress yeah. like Brendan Fraser who who's almost besides um what he's been doing recently Doom he's Patrol, yeah. yeah he's like been off the face of the earth and it's like just imagine being him especially during or or let's say any actor who's kind of been you know out of out of the scene and you're sitting there, and you have Twitter, you have all these things, and in the middle of a pandemic where it seems like everything's shit, you find out, hey, like so and so just watched a movie that I, I I made in the '90s, and you realize that like it, it affected them in a positive yeah. way, and it's just like shit. I can be doing nothing on my couch, and I'm I'm affecting somebody positively. It's like it makes them feel just as good as it makes you feel after you watch whatever you watched. Yeah, you know? I I always feel that way, and like, not to get off the horror topic, but like, you remember when like AJ Styles entered the Royal Rumble? And, you know, we all kind of, like, saw it coming. But, like, here's a guy that was at the top of his game, probably at the top of his popularity at that very moment. And he was saying, I didn't know if anyone would know who I was. Yeah. This guy was, like, internationally World-renowned, yeah. Like- yeah, world-renowned. And he's like, oh, I, I just hope I don't go out there and there's crickets. Yeah. And even even people at the top of their game, you know... I, I would hate to be like a mega popular actor like uh, Tom Cruise and just have yes men around me all the time, because they don't—they're in that bubble and they don't know what true feedback is. Right. And like, you know, some of the some of the best actors and like we we mentioned Quentin Tarantino. There's people like John Travolta or uh, Robert Forster that were out of the public view and then they got a second chance and they were like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Right? Yeah. And and we can give them that second chance in social media by saying, "Hey." I appreciate your body of work. Like, even now, we're talking, like, what, 20 years later, 19 years later from, uh, I just had a blank. From, from Idle Idle Hands? Hands? Oh, from, from Idle Hands, yeah. And there's all these things that, like, people we forgot were in the movie. Like, I, I didn't remember any of it. But then I'm like, oh, wow. And then, you know, Seth Green, and you got, you got all these people that probably haven't heard about the movie in their own circles for 20 years and so like yeah they probably get a kick out of that hell like even robert downey jr that guy's been through hell and back mm-hmm. and look where he is at now like do you think that even to this day when somebody's like hey i'm really proud of like how far you've come like, i appreciate that it you know like to most people it's just like oh well he doesn't care i'm a fan like he people tell him this shit all, all day it's like we all care about praise yeah just become be a little more human and you'd be surprised how many of these people and these actors actually do read these things yeah and i don't know like i was looking at those and i'm like put into perspective how old we're getting because some of the people in these movies that were teens mm-hmm. are fucking look old you know and like they look like they've... we did uh, House of a Thousand Corpses Sid Haig yeah got a second career rebirth and was delighted to have fans come up to him just knowing him as Captain Spaulding I mean he he was famously talk about it like I didn't know people still knew about me you know or like Bill Mosley yeah things like that so yeah especially in a niche like the horror genre things can be easily forgotten yeah and so yeah no i I think that's a good uh sentiment yeah Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll end on that note let let these artists let these people know how much they mean to you because uh just a simple tweet that isn't 
yelling at someone on the internet can can make someone's day. Vinny, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Thank you. It's always a pleasure for us whenever we get to speak with you because I mean we just we love you and yeah. we talk to you well, nonstop you like this all the time anyway. And, and we're probably gonna do more of these, I think. Like I was gonna say we've let's, had so uh, much fun. Next year if we do one, uh let's do a Beetlejuice episode. Heck Why don't yes. we jump on? Yeah, I mean it's very much there's like a a list of like I've had we're we're gonna do more of these. Yeah. No, Listen, we're clearly great at this. Yeah, so <laughs> we know you guys want more. Yeah, there's like always like a list of movies where I'm like this. I'm like okay, this person like it, like in my head I already have this like yeah. four years worth of uh, these mini yeah. episodes like lined up. Just, movie talk was yeah, stink. just based on I'm like oh okay, I know this person likes this movie and then I know this person likes that movie. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely we'll we'll have you back on for another one of these movies reviews. Uh, for those of for those who don't already follow you, where can people find you online? Um, OnlyFans at uh, M3 Sex Toys. Um, or you can find me on at the Cryptic Closet on everything else, Instagram. Um, like I said, we do have an idle hands tea called uh, I'm Under the Bed. It's pretty fucking sweet. And um, If you use promo code PWTCast, you can get, get that bad boy for a whole ass 20% off. Yeah. I mean, besides that, um, no, I have nothing else to say. All right, guys. Well, uh, go actually, hold on. Go watch the fucking Halloween Kills thirty second trailer teaser that they that just, just came released. out. Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Go watch that. Uh, go tweet Devin Sawa about how much you enjoyed uh, Idle Hands and listening to the review about it uh, at the PWT cast. But don't be a stan. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but also don't be a stat about it. Uh, happy Halloween, you guys. Uh, for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump, and this is Stank. And I'm Vinny Malave. Uh, Trigger treat, you guys.